This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. You're now listening to The Bradshaw Boys, a podcast where three relatively grown men binge the iconic HBO series Sex and the City. So dust off those DVDs and grab yourself a white wine or even a cosmopolitan settle in take it away boys welcome to the bradshaw boys a podcast where three guys are watching sex in and the, the city. city for the second or third time ever second. mostly second hi hi my name's ray king hi 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 i'm ray king i'm doing a podcast but i'm also looking at my phone i'm drinking some coffee and i'm uh, i got these lights up and i'm on a camera but i'm also on audio i'm on audio and video i'm everywhere let's get straight let's let's get straight down to it we're never going to forget our roots. That's right. We're like, we're like, um, this, this podcast is like when Jay-Z goes back to the Marcy projects <laughs> and it's just like, yeah, I'm a billionaire now, but, but I'll never forget where I came Have you from. ever heard of Abramovic? <laughs> Yo, That's I grew up, Jay-Z. I grew up in the Marcy projects, but like, have you ever heard of Abramovic? I never had a father. <laughs> Gloria Carter. <laughs> A Gloria Carter, uh, she paved the way uh, for me to learn about Abramovic. Uh, <laughs> Picasso, you, baby. Uh, you crazy for this one, boys. You crazy for this one, Marcy. Uh, I live in New Jersey. Uh, uh, a Beyonce, uh, a Lemonade. Uh, Trebekah. Trebekah. Uh, my, my friend Kanye, crazy. Uh, uh, but one day we do watch the throne part two together. Uh, flying around the world on a Concorde. <laughs> the little snort thing. <laughs> man. Man, we're back. We are we are back. We're the Ray Kings of podcasts right this is, now. That's right. We are. This we, is, we're this all over happened. the place. This is uh, the one we did before this. We were a little sleepier. Yeah. And then we just had our coffee. We had a yeah espresso. We, we, we did that and then we crushed a bunch of Ray Kings uh, Adderall and snorted it. Um, ADD. I like it the jazz. Uh, this is the second, the second in the Ray King, uh, in the Ray, Ray King has two episodes, right? Yeah. I think, I think he's out now. Yeah. She's basically like, you have ADD. Oh, <laughs> as, 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 as we were watching, we're rewatching. What is the, the name of, uh, the name of this ip? So we're before, before we get fully into it. Well, pull, pull that up. Yeah. Yeah. I'll pull it up. Let's just let everyone know we're never going to stop sexing in the city, especially now that we have our video on YouTube. We want to, we want, uh, our full rewatches to be on YouTube as well. Um, and try and add some video elements to it on top of that. Um, and just like that season two is going to exist. Yep. We were just like hanging around in the ether of like what we do now we're full into movies and we're loving it. Yep. And also we're going to be doing more interviews. We just have, for so long, we were figuring out, this is the first episode I've watched since we've been doing the movies. Yeah. And it feels like 
we, we just have two different muscles now. We, totally. we do cardio. Yep. And then we, we go back to our strength training. Yeah. Yeah. We, we always have to go back. This was, this was us just being like, sure. I'm doing a marathon, but like I got to do my sprints. Yeah, totally. Yeah. You got Yeah. You got to vary up your, you got to vary up your watch training Yeah, all the time. Totally. Distance uh, and distance and speed and power Yeah, all the time. Uh, we, so re, we are rewatching defining moments, mm. defining moments, season four, uh, episode. No, we're not watching defining moments. You and John watched it last time. Yeah. It's after that. You guys watch defining moments. We're watching season four, episode four. Uh, what sex got to do with it? What sex got to do, got to do with it? Who needs a dick when a dick can be broken? Trey, <laughs> Trey. That's yeah. Who needs a dick when a dick can be broken? It's Trey. That's the that song is about Trey. Tina oh Turner wrote that gosh, about Trey. That is so funny. <laughs> Have you heard about? I was always so scared of it, but like. um when someone's like jumped on the bed and then their penis is like fully like yeah. perpendicular. That was, <laughs> that was in an episode of a uh, Grey's Anatomy. I think, I think mm. McSteamy broke his penis. He had like a, and, and they were like, yeah, he broke his penis during sex. It, it basically like ruptured all the capillaries in it. Oh my God. Terrible, terrible sounding. Yeah. The, um, the, yeah, this, this is all about se- even, even in a show called Sex in the City, this is more about sex than anything. Yes, totally. Yeah. Which means that we are completely qualified and comfortable talking about it because we are so comfortable with talking publicly about sex life. Completely, completely, <laughs> completely. Like if you've heard the podcast, Call Her Daddy, that's, that's got nothing on us yeah. for how comfortable we are talking about our sex lives. I've never listened to that, but I can't believe I'm like, if she has like 20 million people listening to her, how can, how, how are we still <laughs> under a hundred K? I don't know. Uh, I'll tell you, I'll tell you how we're not. Cause we aren't. Also, you can do that with anything. Be like, ah, oh, yeah, we we have under 2 million listeners. Yeah. We have four. <laughs> it is under two. Months. That's true. That's true. Yeah. We're, uh, yeah, we, we've got just under 26 million views. Yeah. We have 130. Um, but yeah, it's, is, this is like, uh, this is full on all about, it's all about sex, baby. It's all about sex, baby. Great, great episode. Great. Uh, a great four tiered episode. I think the best episodes of sex in the city are when all four storylines are firing. Mm-hmm. And I feel like they're all, I don't really know if any of them, like, I think Miranda gets a dud storyline a lot of times. I don't think this is a real dud Miranda storyline. No, it's not because it, rather than it be, well, we'll talk about what it is, but rather than it be like, Oh, it's only about this. It's about like your substitution for sex when you're having a dry spell Mm -hmm. or when you're not like, Mm -hmm. you know, the other things that like fulfill us in weird ways. Yeah. Why don't, should we do the breakdown of each one? Let's do the breakdown. Uh, watch the break. So, uh, Sarah Jessica Parker plays Carrie Bradshaw. She lives (laughs) in New York city. She's a writer. She's a writer for the New York star. Um, and she is, she met, uh, Ray King. Yep. Um, who's a jazz jazz, musician. Yeah. And the first time it was good, they were in the cab with, um, with, uh, uh, Mr. Big. Mm -hmm. And this is them following up. They have amazing sex Mm -hmm. and, uh, it's not just that, he, I guess the twist is like, he has ADD, mm-hmm. but he just, 
they're going like rabbits all the time, but he's like basically in his own world and not talking to her at all. Right. And she's trying to engage in conversation and have some depth and he's just all over the place. Yep. Hilarious when it's just like, cause that's the thing sex in the city does so well. It's like a bit, but it's like, he just has a trombone, just picks up a trombone randomly. Yeah. Then just picks up a banjo and then he picks up and then he picks up, uh, some celery. Yeah. And he's just like munching on celery. Yeah. And then he's like, talks about shooting skeet and then yeah. he like, yeah. Like blows, like acts like it's a gun. He's like, why don't we have skeet in the city? Um, and so meanwhile, uh, Trey has how Trey got his boner back. Boner back. Yeah. yeah. Um, he is getting hard as hell right now. Mm -hmm. And Trey and Trey and Charlotte are not living together. They are separated and Charlotte is in her own apartment, but they're meeting back up to conquer the bed. Yeah. Yeah. And then, um, so they're just like going crazy. He wants his John Thomas, Mm -hmm. uh, to be measured. So he's like in this like adolescent kind of thing of like, Oh my gosh, it's never been like this. Yeah. Uh, it hasn't been like this since, um, since, you know, my mom played with my testicles at one time. Yeah, totally. Um, so he's like dealing with his uh, boner stuff. Mm-hmm. Then we have Samantha Jones, mm-hmm. PR, mm-hmm. is in the lesbian phase. Mm-hmm. She, um, yep. With uh, her Portuguese lover, mm-hmm. Maria. And she's learning how to go mm-hmm. down. <laughs> Sorry, I apologize. <laughs> Sorry about Thank that. You. Thank you. Um, Deservedly so. So, uh, and then she goes down on Maria so hard that she gets the elusive. Mm-hmm. I mean, back then it was elusive. Now I feel like I, like people act like squirters are everywhere now, which I don't believe is true. I don't believe it's true. I just think they're, I just think we live in New York City and there's nowhere to use the restroom. I think that's what it is. We live in Urinetown. <laughs> Great musical. Never saw um, And then we have uh, Miranda who she's going on strike. She's going on strike. Yeah. And she's eating cake. Yeah. She's having her cake and she's eating it too. That's right. Yeah. Miranda says she's going on strike until dating conditions improve. So yeah, we have, we've got four. It'd be awesome if you could go up to Miranda and just like play that until dating and then just put a microphone up, be like, all right, it's been 20 years. How have things improved? It'd be like, <laughs> Oh, <laughs> listen, bitch, it's over. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Uh, she's the conditions have gotten so different yeah. that, uh, yeah. Miranda's now with Che Diaz. Yeah. This is pre Che. This is when she's with cake Diaz. Cake Diaz. Yeah. Uh, cake dessert as <laughs> <laughs> that's her, that's her love interest in this one. Yeah. So we have, we started out hustling. Started out hustling, ended up balling. Started hustling. I'm a pastor to my man, Rick Ross. Every day he hustling. Every day I'm a Brahma victim. I'm a Picasso baby. In um, in college, I get into a Lil Wayne album, and that's and he does this like really deep voice. It's like started out hustling, ended up bowling. Oh and my god, that plays in my head a lot. That's great. I love the difference in Lil Wayne's voice and Jay-Z's voice. Lil, yeah. Lil Wayne's voice being, started out hustling, ended up bowling, drinking out the scissor until I keep coughing. And then, yeah, I guess, oh yeah, you hustle and then, okay, that's good. Yeah, you like, hustle then you ball. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's what, that's what you gotta do. You gotta start hustling and balling. It's um, the grind. Um, so let's get into it. Let's get into it. You yeah. like eating pussy? <laughs> 
speaking of being comfortable, uh, <laughs> do you know what's funny is there is a, I mean, this is a total like sucks to be a girl type thing because I don't <laughs> can't wait for the, I can't wait for the follow-up to this. Well, that it's like, there's no, there would be no like 30 minute long discussion, like on like a, on like a, a sex podcast. It was like, all right, girls, would you ever consider blowing a guy? It's like an assumption that it's like, all right, you may not love doing it, but like it's going to happen. Mm. And there's so many discussions that it's like, guys, do you do that or not? And some guys are like, no. Yeah. I but, do not. But I will say, we talked about this a little bit on our 10 things I hate about you discussion. Uh, if you are into rom-coms, go listen to that. Uh, we talked about how the, the Julia Stiles feminist character um, has become at a little bit, it was a little bit of a trope in the movie. Yeah. And, and it's because, you know, it's based on Taming of the Shrew, but then it's even more in the mainstream now. And I think that has become more of a thing in the sexual mainstream where it's like, and if he doesn't go down there, he can walk over there. Yeah. Like yeah. It's like, yeah. that is a non-negotiable. Yeah. Which I kind of feel like on both ends of the spectrum, it should just be whatever you and your partner are comfortable with. Yeah, totally. Absolutely. And what some and, people probably don't get mouthy at all. Mouthy. Yeah. Mouth stuff. Mouthy. Oh, I thought you meant like mouthy about it. Like, Oh yeah. <laughs> I was like, I thought you were, I didn't realize you already did the pun. I thought I pointed out like there's a pun. There. <laughs> Um, well, I will say this, and this is as someone who, yeah, like when you're, when, when there's the comfort level of connection, like, you know, that's when sex is always good, which is basically what Carrie is talking about. Like the, the perfect combination of like intellectual and sexual yeah. is better than just like, yeah, rabbits. Well, yeah. but, but I will say this, that. And this is a slight, I, d I don't want to hop on and be a guy because I'm, I'm pro that, mm -hmm. pro going down. It is like the difference would be like putting a, putting in a banana in your mouth or just like eating a thing of yogurt. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> one, there's just more things happening. One, there's substance. The other one, it's just formless dairy. <laughs> I'm going to just put my face in a bunch of like gross pu fermented pudding. I like, hang on a second. I like yogurt. You're telling me, <laughs> you, okay, you take down your pants, you put your London bridge down and all I've got is just a murky river. Is that what I'm looking at? Babe, come on. Now let me pull out this banana and you open up and make a split. Okay. <laughs> That's what you just said. All right. This is, this is the evidence. I, I would say I would, this I would, evidence I would update your argument to say maybe like eating a peach. Okay. As opposed to a bunch of yogurt. This is what I would say. Go for it. There are no penis doctors. Okay. What? There are no penis doctors. There's not. There's a lot going on with the vagina. Absolutely. There's way more going on with the vagina. I, I want to update your argument to say there are penis doctors, but keep going. Yeah, but there's not a penis doctor that is like... I guarantee you there is. <laughs> that there's not... Uh, you you have to look it up, but you know what a gynecologist is, which proves my point. You know what I mean? I mean, a urologist is a penis doctor. Yeah, but th there's way more that is going on with the vagina. All absolutely. Absolutely. What yeah. is it called? 
I mean, a urologist is a the cockologist. first thing that comes this. One is a penis doctor called a urologist, a doctor specializing in treatment of diseases and conditions affected the urine. Why does that have two ends in penis? <laughs> penis. What is a penis doctor? <laughs> what website is that? That's that is the main thing on on yeah. Google. Ask is they spelled penis wrong or or like doctors? Yeah. No, I. You're right. There, there a, is a, a penis doctor. A penis doctor. Um. No, you're absolutely right. There is a there's the 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 vagine is a much more of a complicated organ, and that's what Samantha is learning about in this. Versus, you're right. Like the, it it actually I didn't even think about this. Like so in the in the way the the this episode goes, you've got Trey, who is just loving how rock hard as John Thomas is. And he is so interested in it. Um, and is basically just like, it's hard. Let's go again. Whereas Samantha who has a vagina is learning all about the organ that she already has, mm. which would then just say it is, it is a, you're right. It is a more complicated universe of things. That's like a joke where people are just like, like the dumb guy thinks like, how do you even work it? And yeah. even just the thing of, you know, like it's, seems like it's usually easier for men to achieve orgasm than women to achieve orgasm. Yeah. And like, and that is like a whole thing in our culture. So like, yeah, I would say it is a much more complicated bowl of yogurt. <laughs> um, and like, yeah, Miranda, I mean, not Miranda, Samantha even comes out that Samantha comes. And you know what I want? I want the fruit at the bottom. <laughs> what does that mean? Just yo play fruit at the bottom yogurt that has, I don't, I don't know what it means. I don't know what the, <laughs> I don't know what the, the reference means. Well, that's better than getting Activia. Yeah. If you get Activia, that means someone poops on you. <laughs> <laughs> that's what you don't want. You'd rather have the fruit on the bottom than the... Oh, man. The dude on the bottom. Yeah. Uh, if I was a dude, though, I would be a bottom. Totally. Totally. Because I know what it's like to be a top. That's what being a guy is. That's, so if I'm going to be gay, I'm going to be a bottom. There you go. Yeah. But I'm... Power bottom? I don't know what the power part is. I think it's just that like you're controlling the show. I think stereotypically it's like a bottom is like, Oh, the bottom, you know, they're, they're submissive cause they take it. And it's like, no power bottoms, like calling the shots, even uh, though they're taking it. Hell yeah. Yeah. That's, that's it. Um, um, yeah. I mean, I, I, I agree with what you're saying. Absolutely. Like, you know, even, even just the, the, you know, like that, this is, this is, this is, we're at peak Bradshaw boys right now explaining, explaining, uh, no, what we're doing right now is we're trying to do everything we can to have open conversations Absolutely. so that guys will start going down more. That's peak Bradshaw boys. Okay. We're mansplaining to open up a bigger conversation and share our, our experiences and our feelings to open it up to the, to the broader, get your boyfriends to listen to the show. If you're a female, if you're a man, Get your girlfriends to listen to the show. Whoever, get anyone to listen to the show, like, subscribe, go to the Patreon. Just, it doesn't matter who you are. Just build our listenership. Also, um, we're going to be doing some cunnilingus lessons on our Patreon. <laughs> we're going to be doing a live Zoom. Oh, gosh. Bring your bring, I don't know. We're going to be doing a live Zoom. We're going to be getting like a bunch of tubs of Faye and just putting our faces. I know. In I don't know. I don't know why I did yogurt. <laughs> I love it. Uh, yeah. No, but I think that should have done miso soup. <laughs> Wonderful. Um, yeah. No, I think that it's, it's definitely, yeah, it, it is, it is uh, not even stereotypically, but just like when you look at the two things, much more complicated organ versus a much more simpler organ. Mm -hmm. And there's much more going on there. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, 
And Samantha even says that. She says that it gets engorged to the size of a fist. Yeah, which that's, I guess that doesn't make, it's like the inside of it? Uh, I mean, it, 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 case in point that another one of us really know how to describe it yeah. is it proves the point that it's, it's a, I, I would say though, probably the outside. I mean, everything fills with blood. Everything fills with blood when you're, when you're doing, when you're doing sex stuff. Sex is like, honestly, this is not a, like, I'm not comfortable with it. When you like, when you think about all the things that you do, yeah. sex is so normalized now to mm-hmm. the fact that like, that sometimes once you get into it, you're just like, man, the amount of like personal exchange of intimacy and fluid. Yes. And, and like, that doesn't, this doesn't have to do with even like any risk of anything. You're just yeah. like, you know, like if, if you shake someone's hand and their like hands are like a little too sweaty, it's like, oh, that's weird. Yeah. And then it's just like, but if you shake someone's hand and then you ejaculate, <laughs> <laughs> things get real weird. <laughs> No, I mean, I, I think that I don't even mean this in a, a moralistic puritanical way, but like, I'm not saying like sex has been cheapened, but, but I do think that there is a thing where you're right. It's like, it is, a, it, there's so much going on there. It is an incredibly intimate and, and beautiful and beautiful experience. But there is like, there's a lot going on with, with just body chemistry with yeah. people. I want to take us a little bit back to the episode just to, just to, to guide mm-hmm, where we're mm-hmm. going a little bit because so we Carrie and Ray are together. The girls have a, a drinks and a drinks and sip, not a chat and chew. And that's where Carrie is like, I just had the most mind blowing sex with Ray. Um, Miranda says she's going off the dating market. That's where uh, Samantha says she's dating Maria. And then they're all like, what? And then Maria shows up and then it leads Carrie to her column of saying uh, her, her headline is what comes first, the chicken or the sex being like Mm. that uh, Maria and Samantha haven't even had sex at the beginning of this. Her and Ray are having a ton of sex, but they don't really know much about each other. So yeah, I think that kind of brings back to this thing of like, where does it fit in relationships with them? Miranda's not even having sex. She's just eating cake. Yeah. She's having cake sex. We should all be Mirandos. <laughs> it's funny. I bet, I bet, I bet Chelsea and Lauren would be like, all right, it, not everything. Yeah. You know? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're down with the strike, but you got to get it sometime. <laughs> exactly. Um, there are over 90,000 people missing at any time and over half a million are reported missing every year. And that's just in the United States. I'm Mike Morford. And I'm Jess Betancourt. And in our podcast, Missing Persons, we discuss cases of people who have gone missing under mysterious circumstances. And we're joined in each episode by guests who are either related to the missing person, investigating their disappearance, or advocating for answers in the case. Missing Persons is available everywhere you listen to podcasts, and there are dozens of episodes to binge on right now. Subscribe today so you don't miss an episode. We are the real Brady Bros. Brady Brothers from the TV show Brady Bunch. I'm Barry Williams. And I'm Christopher Knight. I played Greg, and uh, who were you again? I played Peter. We've decided that we're going to do a podcast around episodes of The Brady Bunch. We're going to use it as a prism to look back to our experience doing the show and why The Brady Bunch is still popular. Have a sunshine day. We are the real Brady Bros. Yeah, I mean, it's an interesting uh, thing. It's so funny. It's just, it is, it's weird for sex to be this like thing that you're like only, only thinking about in theory, which, you know, was, was my case until 
um, until I was much older. Mm -hmm. And, you know, there's nothing like reality of what people already told you to experience to realize like, oh, that's right. That it's like, you know, you may be like, you know what? I just want to have sex. I don't even care if like, and then it's like, you have sex with like someone who's attractive and you're like, oh, get and there's no chemistry or something there. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Then you are just like, I just want to go home or like, why is this person in my house? Yeah. Um, and they, I mean, they talk about it in that, that it's like, it's just bodies. What's that line? They're just like, now am I getting mixed up with a different thing we watch? I think you might be getting that mixed up. I'm not oh, sure. but when it's just like, oh, I think this was in crazy stupid <clears throat> love. Sorry. Oh, okay. But it was just like bodies mushing around. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, and and yeah, I think it's interesting because as, I don't know, as like ahead of its time, the show was Carrie's whole storyline is basically her, I mean, she's still in love with Big. Mm -hmm. um, there's a huge bug behind us. Oh, hey, it kind of looks like I a, uh, it looks like a silverfish. Yeah. Which I don't like. You know, silverfish will eat books. That's really? a little, that's a little science fact for the pod as we're wow. talking about Caribbean. Love. This is not a vegan podcast. <laughs> Sorry. I can't have, oh, it, it just crawled ah. off. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin is just trying to kill it with multiple things and, it, and it's, did it run away? Did you get it? Yeah, we got it. We got it with the sex in the city DVD case. Thank you uh, for the press thing that sent us the sex in the city uh, Blu-ray DVDs. Cause we just use it to kill a buck. Um, yeah, I mean that that Carrie ends up saying that at the end of this at the end of this episode where she keeps having like she has mind blowing sex with Ray King at the beginning of it. She's on the phone with Samantha, kind of talking about Samantha being a lesbian. Then Ray King shows up with a bottle of bourbon and goes, "I want to drink bourbon and I want to go down on you." Not necessarily in that order. Ray King's down with it. Ray yeah. King's down with going down. And Do then if you if you had bourbon on your breath, you might get a little drunk from that. If someone drank bourbon and then maybe it'd be like having a vodka tampon. Yeah. 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 That's kind of all right. I'm gonna just mark that in my sweet in my cunnilingus notes. <laughs> Take a shot. Take get get hammered yeah. and then do it. But then uh and then at the end, when she realizes Ray King has ADD, uh she's, she's kind of like, I want to get to know you. She yeah. wants more of the relationship. And then she, she still sleeps with him and then wakes up the next day and he's like naked playing a banjo. And that's when she's like, she says something like, I, I not only wanted to hear the music, like I wanted to be able to sing along or something. Yeah, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm messing yeah. up the, I'm messing up her final line, but it's like what you're saying. She's like, even though it's like the sex is crazy, she wants some sort of relationship out of it. Yeah. Which eventually what she wants is big. But she just is longing for something else. Yeah. You know, so I think you're right. Like, it's not just at some point you need, it's more than just a physical connection. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the, the, not the goal, but it would, seems like the main thing is like the physical connection grow even grows as well. You know, yeah. like couples that, I don't know how often you're supposed to have sex, but it's like, you know the physical and the emotional connection should grow. And I don't know when you're younger, I feel like when people are just like one night stands, like, like people have one night stands or like mm -hmm. flings and stuff. And then a lot of people are like, yeah, I don't do that. Cause it's bad. Yeah. It's just totally. like, yeah. People don't know what they're doing and you don't know each other. And yeah. Then, um, and yeah, so it kind of makes sense for where Carrie's at right now that she's like, she's trying to get over. Yeah. 
two loves. Well, she's at this point in the show. I mean, she know she's been with both Big and Aiden now, so it's like she's got to go back out to the wolves to just like, yeah. I guess. I wonder. I wonder. I, you know, I, I this is season four, so she's definitely yeah cheated on Aiden, and Big was in the last episode. They're yep. just hanging out at jazz clubs for whatever reason. <laughs> yeah, that's what you do in New York. Um, I think we talked about this when we went. Well, I mean, I mean, for whatever reason, because it's like, yeah, of course, if you're hanging out with Mr. Big, yeah. you're going to feel complicated, but yeah, totally. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah that's true. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. They're just, they're doing the work. Well, cause they were in the thing where they're like, we're friends now. Yeah. But then they had the weird thing with Ray King and the cab in the episode before this. Yeah. And I know that soon we will get, we will get some, some Aiden back in her life. In soon and very soon. We are going to see raking <laughs> soon and very soon. We are going to see raking jazz. If any, hallelujah. That's like a Christian worship song. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I knew what we were doing. I know, but it's so I'm saying to the listeners. Oh yeah. 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 Look it up. It's a great song. Um, yeah. So I think it's going to send the whole episode over to my parents. And they're going to be like, um, first of all, that was a very graphic conversation you had before that worship song. Absolutely. Also, second of all, men, God created men and women, and he didn't give women a big bucket of yogurt for their reproductive organs. <laughs> <laughs> I need to, I need to chill on the yogurt thing. I just think it's a very funny imagery. Um, yeah. I mean, I think that like, I think that Carrie, um, I, th I think that, uh, Carrie's definitely kind of in the weeds right now. Like I think Carrie is the the next episode's called Ghost Town and Carrie is going to Carrie's going to see Aiden again. But yeah, she's definitely like in the weeds of where everything's going right now. You're trying to cue up the song. You're waiting. Ready? Raking. Raking. <laughs> yep. This is what Carrie is thinking in her head right before she goes on a date with him because of how great their sex is going to be. <laughs> Raking. <laughs> a plus bit. <laughs> um. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> the le the level of which you are entertained. I know it's so dumb. I'm just imagining Carrie listening to the, that as she's like going to the date because she can't wait to get laid by him. I mean, it would be great if they. It would be great if they put that into the episode. And then I'm just thinking about how many people that like listen to that song if they heard me doing that they'd be like, "Why would you do this? Why would this be funny?" I'm sorry. It's a word. They were having premarital sex and, and, and they, it's not okay. Yeah. It's not okay <laughs> at all. <laughs> totally. Okay. Good. Um, I don't know. Uh, no, I'm trying, I'm trying to see like what else I have in my notes. We have, uh, I mean, we actually have a, a lot of, uh, very huge, uh, huge lines from the show like, uh, Shmagina and then, Shmagina. and then, uh, 
Maria talks about her pusetta and then she's, and then Carrie says, pusetta, schmagina, let's call the whole thing off. Yeah. Yeah. Very, very, very MPK, very MPK completely, yeah. which then translates to very Carrie because it's very, uh, yeah, it's, it's very, um, like Broadway ish. Yeah. 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 Totally. Um, what do you, I mean, we kind of, kind of know, but at this point, what do you think is going on with Trey? Cause it's actually kind of like a, it's like a very funny storyline, but mm-hmm. it is sad in a way that it's like to be trying so hard to be like, you can't get him hard. Yeah. Then you're doing it. And then she's still not getting like any more of Trey. She's in the same position that Carrie's kind of in. That's like, I'm not, I lost this emotional ca- connection I had with this person. Yeah. I, I mean, it's interesting. I think, I think if you were to psychoanalyze it, so Trey and Charlotte, they date, he wants to wait till marriage. Mm-hmm. They get married. He can't get it up. She finds him. Does she find him jugging it before this? Yeah. And then they separate and then they start seeing each other again. And then he can't get enough. I don't remember if the episode where he wants to have like sex in public is before this or not. Yeah. With the taxi cabs. With the taxi cabs. Yeah. yeah. But I think he is dealing with some sort of like self fascination of mm. basically discovering himself, but needing distance to do mm-hmm. so. And so then he's, and I think there's probably like going into the psychological levels, there's probably on the outset, he's just like, you wanted sex. We're having great sex. Yeah. This is amazing. I've never done this before. I thought my John Thomas was going to shoot off, like yeah. rock it off. But probably he's also experiencing it maybe in like a safer way where he is able to be like, we're doing this. This is working. And also maybe he was, maybe he was freaked out about like about them being totally together. And so now he's like, for him, he's just like, I'm getting to just focus on the sex and not the other stuff. Yeah. And Charlotte is just like, Hey, like this is not, this is not working now. Cause now, cause she, it's also interesting because Charlotte was like, the sex was super important to her, but now that she has it, it goes back to what you were saying. She's like, it's not just about the sex. Like I want to be married to my husband, Trey. Yeah. And so I don't just want the sex and then I don't just want to go home. Like we're, we're in the apartment. We're in his apartment. Yeah. He's got great bed sheets, by the way, those Paisley bed sheets. They're, yeah. they're dope. Those are kind of old school. Yeah. They are kind and of old school. Like that. They're that's definitely like, kind of nineties. Yeah. And that's definitely like wealthy surgeon type sheets. Totally. Yeah. Even like the, the style. Yeah, totally. But yeah, I think that, I think that like what's going on with him is that he's like independently sort of like getting to enjoy the relationship on his own terms, but also not in a way that I don't think he feels like he's using her. Yeah. I think he feels like he's like finding this level of self-discovery Yeah, and, and Charlotte's enjoying it, but then also she's, she's needing more. Yeah. That's, that's, that's my take on, on Trey. And then at the end he asked her to move back in. Right? Yeah. Yeah. That's what I was going to, yeah. That it's like, um, and kind of on his own. She, does she bring it up? I don't think, I don't think she brings, um, I don't know if she does. She brings it up to the girls. Yeah. And then he, he does it. So there's still, yeah. those feelings are still there. I don't actually remember how, when they finally have the last straw, but it is, um, I just forgot how good that relationship is because you're so used to like, once she finds Harry, you're just like, Oh, come on. 
Yeah, when she finds Harry, it's just automatic. <coughs> it's like they're and she's like, physical I'm be blowing you till you're sixty. Exactly, and we're gonna see your dick. We're gonna screaming. see your dick, and Lily's gonna see it as well. And Lily's gonna see it totally. Um, but uh, but have we seen Harry go down on her? No, and that's the problem. That's a good point. We never did see that. Um, but yeah, I do. I just love their relationship because it's so it's such a good bad relationship. Trey and, not, Trey and Charlotte. Yes, totally. Yeah, they're because, they're actually like pretty mismatched. Yeah, they're just they're just not a great match for each other, and yeah. it's a bummer because it's like they're always they're always on a different page, and mm-hmm. it just sucks because they're they love each other. Yeah, but and watching someone like be excited for someone to be validated in a way or something mm-hmm. like for that's like sad for Charlotte. Yeah. And then it ends up being sad in other episodes for Trey. Like when later, when he shows up to mm-hmm. be there for her, even though it's oh, like, they just have such a really good tragic relationship. And I don't know that many other ones on TV that there's a lot of Trey hate out there. Cause you shouldn't be with him, but trait trait, <laughs> but there's, I just think they're a really good couple of like, they shouldn't be together, but what a great, person. Yeah. Um, and I'm sure there's like lots, lots of those out there. I just can't think of that many of them. Yeah. I, I, I mean, yeah, that's true. I can't, I can't think of another one off the top of my head that, that looks like that one, because I think the interesting thing with theirs is that it's so buttoned up with her being like a park Avenue princess, Mm -hmm. you know, and him being a surgeon and everything being super nice about them. This is what I was thinking is that her and Harry's relationship feels part of the reason her and Harry's relationship feels like it works so much is because to, to both of them, they, they sort of stand up to each other. Yeah. You know, like she stands up to him for like watching the Mets while they're eating because she, because it's Sabbath and he's like watching the Mets in the background. And then she's like, I made this nice Sabbath dinner. I converted for you. Don't break it. Yeah. And then I feel like he stands up to Charlotte in some ways where he's like, babe, okay, I got it. But you're getting a little intense right now. And he talks about the things that are important in his life. Whereas I feel like Trey and Charlotte are just like eggshells all the time. Yeah. Tiptoeing around. And then they're like, well, let's work. The worst. The worst. The worst. The, the worst. Also the, the, the most advice that you get from like people that are in good, uh, good relationships are just Uh like, yeah, it shouldn't be that hard. That's like, yeah. When, when you're like, ask advice. Cause I've been in just one relationship that has been like that, but it's like, cause then you look at like my parents or John and Katie or like, and you're just, and you, you want them to like have this like magic, yeah, magic thing that it's like, you know what we do? We communicate or whatever like yeah, that. Yeah. And instead they're just like, yeah, we, t- we just taught, like, it just shouldn't be that hard because, and that's like how I feel for Trey and, um, and now they're married. So I've, I've wished that they probably, there was enough red flags before they got engaged. Yeah, totally. Do you know what I mean? That it's like, you could avoid this, but it was almost like they got in this situation because she wanted something so bad. And yeah. then Trey, um, just hopefully post their breakup figured some things out. Hopefully bunny, his mom like died and then he had to go to therapy and then, yeah. Or he had awakened with that. 
had a wake up call from like a divorce that is like, I need to figure out what I'm not dealing with. Totally. Yeah. I wonder if Trey ever got healthy. Like I wonder if Trey ever got to the point where, cause I wonder if like healthy for Trey ends up being that he's just like, like, Oh, I'm a little detached in romantic relationships, but to be honest, I don't know if I fully want one and that's okay. You know, yeah. like I wonder, I wonder what that would look like for Trey because you're right. I think that Charlotte really wanted it and he was just like, all righty. Yeah. That's what we'll do. Yeah. And so I do wonder if he, if he just ever. Well, dude, imagine he's like, in a way, he, Trey McDougal is like George Clooney before he met Amal or whatever. Yeah. 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 Yeah, that's he's not true. like a playboy, but it's just like, imagine if you're Trey McDougal in real life, yeah. you look like that and you're a surgeon, every fucking person on the Upper East Side who's single is going to want to lock you down. Absolutely. Also, you're also, you're like a, like you come from like a high class, like a, yeah. a high, uh, like high class family, I guess that's what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Yeah. You, you, everything about you all the time. Easy. And so I feel like maybe what he would have learned through this is like some separation from his mom. I'm sure he learned mm-hmm. even, even I, I don't remember the specifics, but he, he stands up to her a little bit, mm-hmm. but then also mother, mother. But then after this, yeah, once you go through a divorce, you've got to be like, all right, not what does Charlotte want? Like, what do these people pressuring me want? What do I want? Yeah. And maybe that's just like, no, we're, we just need to date. He just doesn't seem like the type of person that's going to get into being like, oh, I'm just going to go to every cocktail party and find every, like, no, he's, so it's, we get to make up in our heads what it is. Cause I don't think it's going to be in next season. I mean, just like that, <laughs> No, but I could totally see him doing another six, seven years, just dating a few people, a bunch of breakups. And then at some point there's going to be someone that like, blows Trey away and he's been through enough that he's like, I've realized really what I want. Kind of yeah. like George Clooney and Amal. Yeah. Do you think Trey is a people pleaser? Yeah. Absolutely. hundred percent. Totally. He's but a people pleaser. And I don't know if he's fictional. So I'm, but it's like, I do wonder if you're a surgeon, I'm sure you get to like be in charge and yes, totally and tell people everything. And I wonder if like, maybe once he's not a surgeon anymore, that's his place to be like, yeah, scalpel this stop. Like we need to be focused, but yep. then, and he gets, he gets to run the show and gets to be the smart one. Yeah. Yeah. And then once you're not doing that anymore, then it's like, how do I, I don't in therapy, I'd be like, but I can't do that in my personal life. Yeah. And then someone's like, no, you can, it just yeah. takes a different set of skills that you haven't developed yet. Yeah. And you need to go inside, Trey, and say, what do I want? Yeah. He has to go crazy. Trey is a surgeon, but in order to have it fixed, he has to go into surgery himself. He's got to get someone to open up his heart and hmm. show Trey what he wants. Hmm. You're crazy for this one, Trey. <laughs> Trey, you a surgeon. <laughs> with a scalp. He was uh, with a scalp. <laughs> with the cuts. Yo. Anesthesia. Um, thank you, everybody. Thanks so much. Are you enjoy the rewatches. Are you? Because we are. We are. I that was some, loving the rewatches. That was some fun. Uh, that was some fun uh, train analysis. It was. It really was some fun train analysis. I think that the fun thing is that like now that we like we're not just like this Trey guy is crazy. Like now that we know the arc, we can get deeper into yeah. 
the characters. And it's like, I love them all. I love them all too. Great, great episode with four great arcs. Plus we get to get some Trey and we get some Maria. It's great. Join and the, some Ray. Join the movie club. Yep. Give us uh, on Patreon uh, and uh, subscribe to our YouTube if you want to see our dumb faces. Yep. And uh, we'll see you later, taters. Later, taters. The Bradshaw Boys stars Corey Cabin, Kevin James Doyle, and John Sieber. The show is produced by me, Jeremy Balin, and narrated by Katie Sieber. This podcast is part of the Seltzer Kings Network. Check out all their great podcasts at seltzerkings.com. You can find the boys on their socials at The Bradshaw Boys or on their website at thebradshawboys.com. And as always, if you see them in the street, tip your glass. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.